You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. It's Tyson. So we have a guest this episode, and potentially the next two. Ed Wallach, you may know, he's a stand-up comedian. He's a soundcaster. He has a show called Don't Quit Your Daycast, which he'll be resuming shortly. And that can be found at don'tquityourdaycast.com, D-O-N-T-Q-U-I-T-Y-O-U-R-D-A-Y-C-A-S-T dot com. Once again, that's... No, I'm not doing it. You can also catch his soundcast wherever they're found, iTunes, Stitcher, um, probably Podbay. No, definitely Podbay, because I've been listening to them on Podbay. And, um, you know, hey, start at the beginning. Go on the journey with him. It's interesting. Or, you know, pick it up midstream, whatever you want to do. So one thing we'd like to do in the future is, uh, you know, we'd really like to hear from you, the listener. Uh, we'd like to know what you think of the show, you know, uh, just in general, basically, or anything else that we've, if we've talked about. Um, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, um, we will consider it. You should probably contact my email, that is uh, tysonsaner at gmail.com. That is T-Y-S-O-N-S-A-N-E-R at gmail.com. Now, um, also, I'd like to just know in general, how did you find the show? Did you find it on iTunes? Did you find it on Stitcher? Did you find it on Podbay? Or did you find it where it's originally posted, which is SoundCloud, my SoundCloud, where I also have uh, stuff that I uh, post that I uh, refer to as music? Uh, you know, I'd really like to know. Um, you know, be interactive with the show. We'd like to be more interactive with you. Oh, and follow Ed on Instagram uh, to, you know, watch his traveling right now. I believe he is in Hawaii. It is August 9th, 2017, and I believe he's currently in Hawaii. We recorded this uh, a couple weeks back, so you'll be getting you'll be getting a lot of Ed in the next couple weeks. And enjoy it, because he's a fascinating individual. Thank you for listening. Peace. Everybody, hold yeah. on. My Snowden. I watch Snowden too much, so. Okay. Well, I've worked in IT since the early 2000s, so paranoia, you know. Okay. Got to cover the camera. <laughs> Everybody, we were having some technical difficulties tonight for some fucking reason, so let's start the show off right. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Anti-Social Show. I'm from a remote location. My name is Hunter. My name is Tyson. And joining us tonight is uh, Ed Wallach. This is the sound of my voice. Hello, Mr. Wallach. Who's, who's been waiting very patiently uh, because of our uh, ongoing, continuing issues. Which we appreciate greatly. But tonight, tonight Tyson is the overseer. I'm a systems engineer. I'm used to those technical difficulties. It's what makes me such a great special need parent. 
or else being such a great special need merit parent makes me a good systems engineer. Either way, I'm a patient motherfucker. <laughs> How is the uh, B-man doing? He rocks. He's in Mexico on a he, – while well, he flew oh. – I had him this weekend, and he flew uh, th- this morning to L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, to go on an adult group cruise with him and other adult friends, no parents, just being a dude. He's 21, and uh, they're going to Baja, Mexico, That's and then back. And then he's flying back. Yeah, so I'll see him again uh, in a couple of weeks before I go to. Uh, I'm gonna I, a little treat for myself uh, after all the nightmare I've been going through the last two years, and everything's done now. Is um, last year I turned 48 on my birthday, August 4th, uh, in the middle of the woods camping, and I loved it. I had a great time. I was boondocking and rocking the world. Uh, but yeah, this uh, year, yeah, go. Now you said that you were doing like this long like uh, hike. Did you did you do that yet, or you're, you're planning? I've done portions of it. I've had to change it because Brad Brad didn't want me to not see him every two weeks. Mm. And uh, when I took him to visit my mom in the uh, end of June, mm. uh, before I was going to start the hike, he specifically said, "Dad, I don't want to not see you for 51 days." So. Um, also, there's been a banner snowpack this year in the mountains, and it's still between anywhere between six to eight thousand feet and up. There's still a big snowpack in a lot of places I was going to be hiking, mm-hmm. and since I don't want to die, um, yeah. you know, as the kids call it these days, uh, I, I decided, you know, I I wasn't going to do it as extreme as I was looking forward to originally. I did go out for a week uh, last week and i did 50 miles round trip i did one part of one section mm. uh, not the whole thing and yeah i went for five days i went uh two and a half days in one direction and probably did about 25 miles based on the bet my best calculations and uh gps uh, and uh step counters and uh and uh, then i took a day and crashed and fucking chilled by this kick-ass stream over a waterfall and then spent the next two days hiking back. And it was like fucking 110 degrees and during the midday. And so it was a hot motherfucker. And I realized, you know, I'm pushing 50. I'm not like I was when I was 20. I, I, I don't, you know, like that day I took by the stream there, I didn't piss for almost a day and a half. Damn. So I, I had pushed myself a little too hard. I was dehydrated. And so, yeah, that day by the stream fucking rocked. <laughs> cool. Now, you, you did document some of this on Instagram, have you not? Oh, yeah, I did throw out pictures, a few here and there on Instagram and I do, I do Facebook. Follow you on Instagram. It's all, it's all, it's all connected. Uh, yeah, everything I post on Instagram pretty much gets thrown to Facebook. Uh, everything I put on Facebook gets thrown to Twitter. Nice. Uh, and so you know, it all rolls through because no. I've got a life and I don't have that much time or assistance to fucking post individual tweets to every fucking website. Certainly. Now, do you wake up at, now this is, I have to admit, uh, dear listener, this is uh, a bit of a strange, uh, a strange situation because normally I'm in my, my studio when we record, but, uh, the laptop does not work tonight for some reason. So I'm actually sitting in my late boy chair recording for my iPhone. So it's actually kind of a freak though. But now, uh, did you time. did you talk about some kind of government conspiracy on the last show? Because the NSA has probably obviously infiltrated your PC. Probably, probably. No, I, I insulted. <laughs> uh, I think I insulted Donald Trump. Now tell me, uh, Ed, do you uh, do you wake up at three o'clock in the morning and uh, uh, tweet out like the president does about fake news and unfairness? 
I tweet at three o'clock in the morning. It's not that I've woken up. It's that I didn't go to sleep. I am a horrible insomniac. So yeah, I'll stay up late and tweet way too late, sleep two hours and then work all day and crash well the next night, you know? Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, I've always been a bad insomniac. I don't tweet uh, necessarily about what the president is tweeting about because uh, I think most conspiracies are bullshit, just like the president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the guy, that, the guy that didn't win the election, really. Exactly. Um, oh my God! But, Speaking of which, um, have you seen uh, since uh, Tyson and and you know you're on uh, Facebook? Uh, you know the dude that plays Gollum in Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Andy Sudeikis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw him reading uh, tweets on. Uh, it was Jimmy Kimmel or was it? Um, no, Conan? it was uh, Stephen Colbert, I, no, I believe. Stephen Colbert, you're right. Thank you. I knew it was one of those shows. I just don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, David Letterman was my dude. You know. Oh yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Love me some. Letterman. Uh, I miss Letterman still. You know, I love uh, Kimmel, mm. and I love fucking um, Stephen Colbert. And uh, Conan's okay. He tries too hard. Actually, his writers try too hard. <laughs> Actually, and his writers also stole some of my shit. But anyway, that's a different point. But uh, uh, and then. Um, Wow. I'm not a huge fan of um Oh, what's his name? He got the late late show. There's three Jameses currently. There's a James Corden, there's Jimmy Kimmel, and there's Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Jimmy That's why it's hard to tell Fallon. which one is which because I like Jimmy Fallon as a comedic performer. Mm-hmm. I do not care for him as a host of a talk show. Hmm. So basically like it's like a he's good of uh he's a good stand up comedian, right? He's a good per- no no no. I don't. I've never seen him really do stand up. I mean, like from Saturday Night Live and and things. I've seen him do skits. Mm-hmm. He's a great fucking comedic performer, and I'm sure he wrote a lot of that shit too. So, I'm sure he's a great writer as well. He's obviously a fucking talented guy. I just don't care for his style of hosting a late night talk show, and that's just me. It doesn't mean I'm fucking right. Mm-hmm. Right. Although you know. It's been. It was part of the burden of my marriage. My ex used to ask me, "Don't you hate the fact? You know, how can you be a comedian when you hate people and you know that you know things? You, you how it used to annoy my ex that I would spout off sh- that she thought was bullshit and it would turn out to be right. Uh, it's it's torture, you know. Of well, course. She, <laughs> Hey everyone, this is Ethan from Combat Radio. You know, one of the great literary works of art is A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Now you can get A Christmas Carol done by us, Combat Radio's very own version, with their epic cast of regulars, and you can help social services while you're at it. Go to cdbaby.com, enter Combat Radio Christmas 3, and bam, get yourself A Christmas Carol featuring Carolyn Hennessy of True Blood, Ian Buchanan of Twin Peaks, Stuart Pankin of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and many other epic personalities. Have yourself a Christmas anytime you want it. You, you, now, you're in California currently, right? Yeah, so everything here is going to cause cancer. And, um, you, know, it kinda, you know, it's funny because anywhere you go in California, there's a sign about whatever you're entering or going near has been found by the health commission in the state of California to cause cancer in one way or another. What pisses me off is, you know, they still haven't put a sign on the sun to say that it's going to cause cancer yet. Now you see, uh, sun sign, uh, 
pricing here is, is uh, no the sun itself. They need to stake the sun with the sign. Right. The, the the state of California has found that the saw <clears throat> this small yellow star, which we orbit, you know this this little star that everyone here likes to call the sun, like it's a big thing. It's not. It's not. It's tiny. It's a little star. I mean, sure, eventually it's going to expand and devour everything and everyone you know and love whole and burn them to a cinder, Mm -hmm. but that's going to be billions of years from now, so don't sweat it today. Right. Well, what I was going to say was you and and Tyson are both from California, right? But, however... I thought Tyson was in Oregon. Where are you, Tyson? Oh, I'm currently in Northern California. I used to. Uh, oh. I lived in. I did live in uh, Washington for about 15 years, but I moved back to California, where I'm from. I was just in. Uh, yeah, I was just up. Yeah, it was between uh, Bernie Falls and Castle Crags, is where I was doing my hiking. And then when I came out of the sticks, I drove through Trinity Shasta, and seriously, hmm. was like sitting there thinking, I need to do one of these fucking river rafting trips. Oh, However, yeah. hmm. I will say this: yeah. you and I. Uh, Ed are part of the same club, but Tyson is not. So we hope that he doesn't join that club, and that's the divorce club. Oh, yeah. oh! I thought you were that's talking. That's not cool. I thought thought you might have been referring not. to the Strange Times guest club. Well, it depends. <laughs> on, they're well, different. That, well, that too. But yeah, I thought he was talking about the um, anal uh, internal hemorrhoids club at first. But, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, but that, I'm already actually, in that club. That's actually also that's me and. Um, um, <laughs> Uh, fucking tiny odd conversations. Fucking Travis. Yeah, there you go. Oh yes, yeah, losing my head. That's all right. I'm. I am yeah. actually already in that club. So it's. Uh, and uh, what am I now? It, 43? It's not fun. And of course, the first thing you think, yeah, mid thirties, late thirties for me is when I got my first internal hemorrhoids. And of course, being the usual American male, the first thing you do think when you wipe your ass and see a ton of blood on the toilet paper and look at the toilet and see it's red with diluted blood is of course you think cancer cancer yeah or uh or perhaps cut back on borscht consumption never had borscht and i'm not big on beets so i knew it wasn't any of that darn i'll tell you one thing which is pretty cool right now speaking of bleeding rectally yes hunter the, 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 <laughs> normally, I'm in the I'm in the studio when we do the show, so I'm like kind of glued to the mic and my headphones and all that. But since I'm doing a remote location for a change, I don't have to interrupt the show to actually go outside and have a cigarette, and I can still do the show. I love yeah, it. Yeah, and you and you can pee, and we can totally hear it outside. Yep, which yeah. is totally an American thing. It's a total American tradition. You got to spread your urethra. <laughs> or the, I, I'm sorry, you got to spread the scent of your urethra. Right, right. the coyotes away at night. One must. We don't have that problem. No coyotes. Oh, that's very. Yeah, the coyotes. No, we do have we do have coyotes, but not in this area. Are you in the Trinity Forest area up there, Tyson? I, I actually, I'm in uh, Humboldt County. I, I live in Arcata. You're, you're in the Golden Triangle, the Green Triangle. What do they call it? The Emerald Triangle. Emerald Triangle. Thank you. Yes, sir. Now, dear listeners, that's something only uh, Californian people would understand because I have no idea what the hell that even is. It's just a huge weed cultivation area, and they sell people from that area. It's a tri-county area. It's Humboldt, mm-hmm. uh, Trinity, and Shasta, isn't it? Is uh, that correct, Tyson? It's either that or Mendocino. I'm not sure. I, 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 I think it is, I think you are actually correct. I think it is Mendocino, not Shasta. Yeah. I've never Shasta is more towards the coast. You're right. You're correct. I, oh, okay. You I, know, Shasta is further north. 
Mount Shasta. And quite tasty. Mm. Um, I actually am currently enjoying a diet uh, Dr. Shasta, and it's uh, not bad. It's sweetened. Oh, I'm currently enjoying a 22% THC indica. Nifty. <laughs> That's right, because it's all legal there in California. Well, it's... Well, I broke my... Uh, sorry. It is. It's totally legal. I broke my back in the Army, so I have a medical, but now, even without that, of course, there's no way to purchase and distribute it. Until January, I believe. After January, is totally legal because I was sitting in a place in San Mateo County one night. I stopped to rest because I was tired driving home from work and started doing the head nod. Mm. And hadn't drank or smoked anything, but driving while drowsy is more dangerous than driving while drunk, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. And I pulled over. Mm. Yeah, I rolled a car. I fell asleep one time in my late 20s. In my, uh, in my, I think I was like 20 years old or something like that. I was yeah. driving from West Virginia. Now, keep in mind, this was like the days when Hunter didn't have a cell phone. So I'm rolling from West Virginia to New Jersey, and stupid me was like being stubborn, and I didn't want to stop, even though I should have. I fell asleep behind the wheel and swiped the guardrail. Uh, yeah, mine's yeah. a little different. I, I had been up for about 72 hours straight. On a suicide binge while I was taking Prozac and had driven, uh, left my family to get away from them because my worst, I'm a weird person. I'm not, uh, my whole thing is about, I don't want to hurt the people I love. I didn't want them to find my body. So I drove off. I was totally going to disappear. But yeah, I rolled, I was in a, this psychopathic thing. I actually talked about it on the last show I recorded, episode 52 of Don't Quit Your Day Cast. Road Which everyone tripper. can follow. Where can Road. people? Uh, where can our listeners follow it's your podcast? It's on iTunes and Stitcher and um, TuneIn Radio. Um, mm. You can find it through um, what's that one? Fucking um, Hershka. Is it laughable? laughable. Oh. There you go. Yeah. Oh, you're unlaughable. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm, well, they pulled me from other shit, you nice. know, and. Um, I've been lucky in that I started doing stand-up late when I was old and believed in myself. And, you know, if you don't laugh, it's just because I didn't express it correctly. It's not going to scare me. So, you know, I started doing stand-up, and I got lucky, and I met Mark through podcasting. And Mark introduced me to some kick-ass people up in Marin. And through Mark Hershon, I met fucking Robin Williams and fucking oh, Mark nice. Wow. And um, I've met Rick Overton and fucking... Um, um, uh, lots of people that you know and lots of people you don't. I met fucking Mort Saul and fucking uh, Kelly Carlin and wow. now uh, I met, I've met Rain Pryor, Richard Pryor's daughter, and George Carlin's daughters, and Kelly. I've met uh, Paul Provenza. Uh, nice. and totally supported me in my writing, and so yeah, I mean, I know I can do well if I uh, apply myself. I've just been. My concentration has been diverted the last few years. What can I say? <laughs> now, Understandable. We've had many conversations, you and I, um, since we've met on Strange Times, um, and that was like a year ago. Um, but I probably never asked this question. But since you're you're on now, and obviously we're on, we're doing this. Um, obviously, has there obviously um, has there ever been like a time when you did like stand up comedy? Like you know how like all like stand up comedies comics. Uh, they have like a bad moment. Did you ever get like booed off stage? Like I'm not trying to like call you out or nothing like that. I'm just you know just wondering. Absolutely, I've had bad moments because I've expressed ideas poorly, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, and that's 
I mean, it's one of my favorite nightmare moments because it's going to fucking happen. You're going to. Uh, I did a gig, open mic, fucking bullshit gig halfway down the peninsula in Burlingame. And um, it wasn't long after Trevon Martin. Uh oh. Which was in Orlando, where I'm from. And I have strong opinions about weapons and who should have them. But I've been overtrained, and I was in the army, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a unit armorer for a combat arms unit, you know, and mm-hmm. I have a, a concealed weapons permit in like thirty some odd states, not California, of course, because they're fucking moronic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it depends on where you are in California, actually. If you're along the coast or around the major metropolitan areas, areas, yes, you're gonna have a impossible time getting concealed weapons permit. But I also don't think everyone should be allowed to have guns. But again, I'm a fucking pragmatist and a humanist and yet I still don't believe everyone should be allowed to breed. <laughs> I mean, you know, there should be limits uh, on society. If you if you think the Confederate flag is part of heritage, not hate, you're just as bad as ISIS in my opinion. That's wow. very true. Um it's the Speaking same bullshit, different flag, mm-hmm. and different kind of four by four. One's one's built for the desert, the other's built for a bullshit swamp environment that they create for the weekend party bonfires. True. Um, I'm going to turn them. I'm going to turn it over to Tyson real quick because I'm going to go take a leak. So I'll be back in a sec. <laughs> the dude's outside. What's he got to go take a leak for? He can piss anywhere. That's the beauty of being in nature. That's what I love about back boondocking and camping. I, uh, Tyson, yeah, we, don't have, we don't have that. So talk amongst yourselves. I'll be right back. You were supposed to go <laughs> yeah. already. I'm filling. I'm filling the gap, dude. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, Tyson. Yes. Being yes, sir. up where you are in that beautiful fucking cut. I mean, the mountains up there. It, what I love about there is it's everything mm-hmm. I love about. Fucking this country is that's what I love about California is within this one state. I've lived all over America, mostly the Midwest and the Southeast and the Northeast. Mm-hmm. But you know, I've traveled, I've been in every state except for like six Hawaii, Alaska, and those states above uh, New York State where they talk like this. And Stephen King sets a lot of his books, but um, oh, yeah, sure, I'd go down the road. Yeah. A bit. Don't you know? I love Dolores Claiborne. What a bitch. Why do you want to go there for? <laughs> oh, yeah, Dolores Claiborne's, Claiborne's a great... Uh, I read the book and saw the film. Do you like Stephen King? Great, oh, I love Stephen King. I haven't read a lot of his newer stuff lately. The last thing of his that he's written that I read was 1963, and that was because Dana... Um, Carvey? Not Dana Carvey. <sighs> loves Planet of the Apes. Has a great podcast. Hold on. I got to pull it up on my. Dana Gould, thank you so much. No See, problem. all you had to do is plant, mention Planet of the Apes. Thank you, Tyson. Oh, no problem. Uh, I, I just you, went through the Danas. You totally, you totally get my mind. But yeah, he mentioned that it was such a good book. And I hadn't read a Stephen King book in a long time. Hmm. And I read 1963. Fucking great, great, great book. And then they tried to make the Amazon series out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched, I could only watch about half of the first episode of the Amazon series. They fucked with the book so much I couldn't stand it. it pissed me off. I, do I honestly that. think Frank Darabont is the only person that can translate Stephen King to any other medium I, with a decent 
fucking coverage. I, w- I would agree, but, but I would argue that uh, that Rob Reiner has done a per- has done a pretty good job at times. I mean, one movie, Stand by Me. What's the other? What else are you thinking of? Uh, Dolores Claiborne. Thought he did a that was good one. You are correct. That was a good movie. I haven't watched it in a long time, but also, um, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates fucking chews fucking scenery. Oh yeah. And she was in both of those Rob Reiner movies. I think you've got to give a lot of the credit of both of those movies to Kathy Bates. I think you're probably right in that there. Absolutely. Uh, But yeah, you're right. Frank Darabont is really, uh, he's done quite a few. And each one has been, oh gosh, what is that? Okay. It wasn't me. (laughs) Uh, Oh oh, no. Oh no. um, I have to admit, though, I like like, uh, Kathy Bates in Dolores Claiborne. I liked her in Misery. I thought that was a good movie, even though it has. Well, Misery is where the world discovered her after Rob Reiner saw her on stage. And yeah, that was fucking. That was a good translation. They still fucked a little bit with the hobbling from the book. Mm -hmm. Because in the book, have you guys read the book Misery? Yes. It's been a while, but yeah, I read it. But do you remember the hobbling, how it was done in the book? Not yeah, fully. she cut his foot off. Okay. Okay, yeah, she cuts his foot off with a hacksaw yep. and then solderizes him with a blowtorch. Yep. Because, and she cauterizes him so he doesn't bleed to death. Okay. She burns his uh, stumps hmm. after she cuts off his feet with a blowtorch so he won't bleed to death. And while she's doing it, explains this is how they would punish people who tried to steal from the diamond mines in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Wow. And this is how she learned to do this, is by reading. <laughs> which is one thing I love about books. I've learned some twisted <clears throat> books, which has helped me when I was in the Army and they were trying to teach me shit that they thought was twisted and I wouldn't know how to do, and in other areas as well. Now, I love this little world. If you read even before the internet existed the internet is a boon uh no 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 doubt but um as long as you use the proper anonymizing software and encryption Hmm. but again (laughs) i have worked with too many companies since the early 2000s so like um i believe like the internet is is uh a great way to uh people um It's a great way to find people with common interests that you never could have before. Exactly. Yeah, before the Internet, yeah, I absolutely always could. Plus, I moved around a lot, you know, and so I was always this way because this is how I got to know other people, you Um, know. But uh, uh, definitely, though, like Google, like I don't take, like, too much stock in what, like, when I look, when I research stuff because Google is not always correct. And that is a big bottle of wine, my friend. No, that's not correct. Google isn't incorrect. You're just not doing a Boolean search correctly. Ah. So you're getting data. Yeah, this is Pinot Noir. This is a 2014 Rodney Strong Estates. It's a Sonoma County. I like Russian River Valley and uh, uh, Sonoma Valley better than Napa Valley, which is touristy and a lot of bullshit and a pain in the ass. Um, and But the Sonoma and Russian River are getting... To be more of a touristy pain in the ass during certain times now too. We all grew up with like George Lucas doing Star Wars. So how do you at both- different at the different perspectives? You saw the altered uh, versions of Star Wars. I would almost bet. But I was first. I was him? I was six years. Yeah, old. him him. I was six years old, I believe, when um, 
the, 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 the Return of the Jedi came into the movie theaters because I was there watching. 1983? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, okay, I was younger than six. Still one of my favorite. It, I Honestly, I like Return of the Jedi a bit better than Empire Strikes Back. Star Wars was a good start. It did hook everyone. Empire Strikes Back, a lot of people say, is the best one of that original trilogy. I think it was good and had a great fucking ending. Yeah. And yeah, it was like, good. It was good. But the re- Return of the Jedi was my favorite. It just was. I liked it. Mine too, but like my my question to you both is, hmm. how do you feel about Disney taking over Star Wars, and did it affect like the overall story, the feel, you know? Oh wow! So far, mm-hmm. I'm okay with what they've done. Rogue One was really good. I enjoy it, and um, yeah, I like Rogue One. Even though they fucked with a lot of it in post production, and they changed some shit. Right. Which I also have problems with. Uh, Disney try- worries a little bit too much about being PC and um, throwing in female leads as empowerment figures. And that's all cool. I believe women should have empowerment figures and should see themselves represented. The thing I liked about Rogue One, turned off the mic while I coughed there, hopefully. Ah, yes, um, didn't hear a cough at all. Um <clears throat> The thing I liked about Rogue One is they didn't make people fuck with their accents. They used uh, Chinese actors that are huge in fucking China that are pretty much unknown here. I recognized their faces but didn't remember their names of the two guys that were around the Jedi Temple. I don't even remember their characters' names from the movie because the names are ancillary to me. It's all about the face. I mean, I Mm. suck at remembering names in real life. I'm not going to remember your name as a character in a movie anymore easily. Well, I um, guess you should be. I guess I should be honored that you remember my name at least. <laughs> well, I also it's on my phone. It pops up and I write it down, <laughs> and just in case because I do fuck up. But um, yeah. I'm human. Yeah, I, I, I'm not perfect, but I do have a 98 percent average of perfection based on life. Now you have to be one of our most successful guests. Um, Successful in what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, I'll tell, I'll tell you because I was thinking about this the other night. I I, uh, I have Instagram, so I was tweeting. Maybe picture. remaining sane under stressful circumstances. I think I can, I'm pretty high on that one. No, um, our first attempt at a guest on this. Remember, because I was talking earlier, we have technical difficulties. So, um, we did a Halloween episode, which we call our lost episode. And now, keep in mind. We had this woman from Combat Radio, a uh, fan. Nice burp there, Tyson. Let's give credit where credit's due. Oh, you heard that? Absolutely. I actually that's pulled down my... That's the show. That's, that's, as my show goes, I mean, you, Tyson, you had to have listened to some of my old shows before you started throwing shit to free to Hershko. Hershko? Heard a little Hirsch- bit. Hershon. I, I, that's his old hand. Online, Mark Hurtson, yeah. You know, actually, I just pulled down my mic audio, and I didn't think that I didn't know that got too. I dropped the fader all the way down, so that's that's puzzling. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Totally hear you. Okay, so I hear your wife in the next room too. She sounds really cute, by the way. <laughs> well, she is. You can um, hear her. I can't hear her. I got a microphone on here. Sorry, I'll I'll roll with you. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, um, 
I, you know what? I'm it's, gonna put... I, it is improv, dude. I'm like Robin Williams on Coke without the Coke, unless I have Coke. I right. don't currently have Coke. I do have some BC headache powder, but I enjoy <laughs> old-style medicinal solutions. It's just my way. <laughs> I understand. So, yeah, oh, you're improv. Yeah, I didn't. Yes, and you uh, very well. And you know, you know what's – I don't know, but it made me think – okay, just a moment. Uh, oh, I'm okay. Okay. I'm okay. Uh, no, wait. There's a new podcast. Sorry. Uh, I just, I totally heard you lube in the butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Lube Finish your story. Up the butt plug. We'll have a butt the plug butt. of fun. I'm sorry, what? Where are we? The friction heating kind is my favorite. Anyway, but I, I, I digress. Ah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to turn the camera on here and see if I can uh, just so... Oh, yes, please. I want to see your face. Uh, Not that little thing that looks like fake poop and a paper clip. Oh, that's a, that's a great clay still It's life. a peanut sculpture or something, right? No, it's clay. And, um, it's just clay. Is it clay? Yeah, it's a little... Oh, grapes a and little, a pear. Yeah, a little football. And I see an apple. <clears throat> and what's the... Is that supposed to be a banana, the curvy thing? Yeah, that's a, yeah, it's a banana. It okay. could also be like an unra- slowly unraveling... Um, a cinnamon roll. That could be. <laughs> I, have a, I have a good imagination. It, it could be the uh, it could be the the moon having fallen from the sky and turned into a swimming pool toy. No, the moon will never fall from the sky. It's slowly getting further away. But let's not digress on our eventual doom. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for Halloween? Well, it doesn't have to be Halloween for you to be ready for this. The Combat Radio two-disc Halloween albums, featuring many of our epic regulars, musicians, songs, and haunted audio tales. All there for you anytime you want it. You want Halloween in August? You want it in May? You want it in April? Get it. Go to CD Baby, enter Combat Radio Halloween, and get yourself hooked up with some haunted awesomeness today. I had a point, I had a point to this story, everybody. Okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean to... No, 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 you're fine, you're fine. Uh, see, you have to understand there's no apologies, because usually Tyson and I will talk about something, and then we'll rant on to something completely different, going back to the original story. I love that. That's what I've always done. I always People are always yeah. surprised when I go back to the original thing, but I do. So, <laughs> when I talk about how you're, you're being a successful guest, is what I mean is the original show that, uh, well, the Halloween episode that we had, mm-hmm. was with a woman from Australia, okay? Now, keep in mind... She had to go from wherever she was back to her house, right? A woman from Australia. Are you talking about Kat Sorens? No, no yeah, <laughs> he's a woman too. This woman's name is Fiona. Okay, so now I see you, brother. Looking right. good. Thanks. You too. So, so Fiona had to Fiona had to go back to her house to record. Okay. Ooh, Fiona. Yeah. My son um, would love her. She's a character from Shrek. Right. So. Got nothing but love for you. But anyway, uh, so we're recording on Halloween, right? For about two hours. Now, keep in mind, Tyson wasn't recording at this time. I was. So everything was re- being recorded through my my uh, Skype MP3. Yeah, we hadn't We had everything in the whole yeah, file. Nothing deleted. recorded. Nothing recorded. So the second successful guest was Kat Sorens. Tyson and I literally... Again, recorded. a woman from Australia. Right. A woman from Australia. The bitch. So literally, and I feel like Cat's born tonight because I'm recording from my phone. Does in his car underneath the bridge. So, <laughs> so, I miss his wife. She must have got promoted at work because she totally <laughs> went silent online. 
She had the biggest dick I've ever seen, and oh my god, I so wanted her to put her dick in my ass, cat's wife. Oh, what a great woman. So, so anyway, Tyson and I started recording at like 12 midnight, kind of early. For We're recording literally from the sun going down to the sun coming up. So, it's like 5 o'clock a.m. here. He's tired. I'm tired, right? So, I'm on Facebook, and I saw that he was on. I'm like... Hey, Kat, when can I you on the show? And he's like, how about now? I'm like, you dirty So I had to bring him back, and it was like another two hours of recording, but he was like the second fucking successful guest. But you're right, he is a woman. He's a woman with no hair. He's like Sinead O'Connor. What's up, he boy? claims he shaves it because he likes the way it looks. We all know it's because he's losing Hey, look, I'm losing my hair. It's fucking going thinner. It is fucking... I like my hair. It's, my hair's been cool. I've never had long hair until I was really depressed the last few years of my marriage to the creature. I grew my hair long, and I've gained, like, 225 pounds. But those are other – the hair was cool. The, the cellulite, not so cool. But, um, you know, uh, I, I was eating a lot of anger to uh, prevent myself from strangling another human being to death. So I'm glad I went with the um, – Extra cheeseburger. Um, so on the gonna, prison system basis. Are you going to like, um, are you going to be That's like. That's another good one. That one had good resonance. And I like the you, way it had a carry. Are you kidding me? I literally put, turned the off button on my, uh, I'm not, I'm not joking. I turned, I've, I've tried this, putting the slider down. I've tried, it shouldn't be picking that up at all. So Dude, I, why are you turning those off? You should be highlighting those and putting yeah, them in promos. I, why not? It, it, oh, Davy and Jen fart. Gastritis. Everyone is a victim. Join us <laughs> this week on the actually, anti-social show. Actually, and, no. And uh, you know, Tyson Sainer will tell you about his rectal issues. You know, amongst what? Other- <laughs> all the uh, all the editing magic that you hear on the show is Tyson. Well, you- yeah, I don't. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> No, no, no. I, was, I, I, was, I was giving you props. I was like, all the editing magic that you hear, like all the all the really cool shit that you hear, is because of you. Because basically, how many times have we like recorded, or the sound dropped out, or it sounded like you know muffled, or I fucked up on something, and you know, and you make it sound like it's fucking magical, you know? So it's you know, oh, well, I'm telling you, dude. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying so to. So Tyson, why, why the fuck aren't you editing my show? <laughs> I'm, why aren't Don't you recording Don't steal one? my fucking <laughs> I've been looking forward to you recording. I've got some stuff here. I'll send it. <laughs> I need new music. I need new surround music. I need new intro music. Because I've got some good stuff, actually, from my old... Uh, uh, I've Actually, who is that from? Hmm. Well, the ass hat of the week music is going to remain. That's classic. Right. And that's from... Uh, Tommy Royal, his son produced that for me. Actually, Tommy Royal is actually a pretty cool. Um, dude. Yeah, and uh, Tommy Royal is a beautiful man, so and is so is Angus. I give Cat. And so is Cat, and so is yeah. Everyone from England loved my show almost as much as the professional people that actually listened you know, like, to my show and talked to me about it. So that was one of the things why I'm going to go to England this year for Christmas. That sounds now, fun. Tyson. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Ed likes to talk about Samantha uh, Samantha Pet. Sure. Yeah, Samantha 
Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. Of the Kimchi uh, Chronicles? He likes to talk about how, how nice her are. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm calling you out. I talked over that. What? I said, Ed likes to get on strange times from time to time and talk about how nice uh, Sam's tits are. Don't oh. worry, she'll never do this. Um. <laughs> you know, I just recently heard the Strange Times episode tits. I'm actually, I'm, I'm a few behind, but I've got, and I've got four more to go. I just caught, heard the one you were on a, a, a few ones ago, so if you've been on since, then, I haven't heard it. Yeah, yeah, it was, um, I can't look at it because it, it's on the iPad. Also. Oh, it's been over a month ago, yeah. He was asking yeah. me to talk to him this week, and I didn't talk to him this week. They must have got busy, and I was busy, but maybe next weekend, and then I talked to you before it. So he may be pissed at Oh, my God, dude. Damien, that being. That episode... <laughs> That these pseudonyms. That episode when you were talking about Samantha's tits when she was like in the gynecologist or wherever she was over in Korea. Oh no! I was driving, listening. It's just improv. I mean, I don't even remember it. I just fucking spout it out. That's the beauty of improv. I just fucking think of shit and say it. Right, but I was I was driving that night at work and I was listening to that shit and I fucking pissed myself. I was laughing so so hard I had to pull over. That's how funny it is. Oh, that's cool. You and Brad have that in common. I often make Brad laugh so hard that he will have a urinary, uh, he'll lose control of his urethra for a moment and have a spot. But uh, for Brad, I carry extra shorts and underwear. Hopefully, hopefully, now that you know, you'll prepare and have a kit in your trunk for the next time you're listening to something in which I'm on. I just want everyone to know on the social show, his name is B-Man, the Grandmaster Big. I love I, I love seeing like pictures of you actually because it's it's pretty cool like father and son you know it reminds me of like me and my father so yeah he's the dude I mean he's twenty one but you oh, know he's I mean on that cruise right now having like the time of his life oh I'm sure he is yeah and he had a great time back in Indiana he fucking loved my brother so much <laughs> and yeah he fucking totally my brother's like the coolest dude ever to him now and yeah we had to call Uncle Chris this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> And that's cool, dude. That's I'm cool, glad dude. he's fucking connecting with his family, and he fucking fell in love with uh, my brother's daughter, his cousin, thought she was really cool and liked her boyfriend, and he was cool. And Yeah, I fucked with her boyfriend the whole time. I'm not going to say his real name here, but it starts with a T, so I just called him every name that starts with a T except for his real name the whole time. <laughs> I like calling him, like, Thaddeus and Thermopylae and, uh, you know... Time looper, all kinds of weird, twisted shit, just fucking with the dude. And he's 14. But he was really cool. He had good taste in music, fucking liked Incubus, and enjoyed when I was playing old school corn. And um, when I, because uh, on my playlist, I've got like Tool rolling, rolling through there too. I've got a very twisted playlist. Because, and I used to tell when I was driving for Uber. Um, when I was still driving for that oh, oh, fascist Uber. organization, I've got a uh, dude, believe me, Uber. when you're on my show, I've, I'm going to be coming back. I, I and I'm going to have, it'll probably end up since I, like I said, shows are only going to be 15 to 20 minutes. A whole show will just be one star Uber rides. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> Tyson and I were actually thinking about starting a coalition between podcasts because there has been other podcasts who uh, reached out to us. Um, so, you know, you can join our, like, coalition of podcasts, you know, because now let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ed. Do you have to call each other comrade in this organization? No, no you don't. No, you don't. Although we can have cool names, though. Um, I can show me something. 
Was it? What are you? I think it was the dance of yeah. that was the episode I heard most recently, and that was from uh, posted March in 2017, The Strange Times. Let me ask you something. Yes. Yeah, I'm on. I usually yeah. Uh, I love Davian, and he was really <laughs> cool to me. He yeah. sent me music. And he's a beautiful dude, and um, oh, yeah, I'll, he asked me about once a month to come on there and be a smart ass, and hey, I can't resist. When I was learning how to do podcasting, I... I he dropped out. There's a big blank spot now. When he was learning to do podcasting, Davian told him what an inspiration I was to him. Oh, wow. I'll finish for him. That's cool. And uh, yeah, I remember this story, because Davian told me about how he told... Um, uh, 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 Hunter, that <laughs> I was so inspiring to Davian uh, after he started Bitter Sound. He just started, decided after guesting on Don't Quit Your Daycast at don'tquityourdaycast.com, which you can also find at edwallach.com. And uh, he told uh, Hunter that Ed Wallach and his show Don't Quit Your Daycast was such an inspiration to him that uh, he started uh, 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 the Bitter uh, uh Sound. Not the bitter sound, but um, oh. uh, 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 I got kicked out. I can hear you though. You got kicked out of your own show. That's kind of harsh, Tyson. I know, right? I didn't Fuckers. do it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I, bitter pill? Bitter um, keynote? No. It's was not me because towards. my bandwidth streams it over uh, downloading. I'm over 200 megs, uh, and uh, uploading, I'm at over 100. So I'm no, cool. What I'm trying to say was uh, totally on you guys. When I was trying to, uh, it, it's always on us. Um, when I was learning about podcasts, I asked, uh, I, I hit Davian up with a lot of questions, and uh, he took the time to answer. So Davian's, yeah, uh, he's a nice guy. Sense, uh, he's a nice guy. He's awesome. I love him. So uh, he's a he's he's a human being, right. as the Shawnee would call him. He's a mensch. <laughs> as the Cherokee oh. would call him. Yes. But what I was trying. What I was trying to ask was... So was much time to... amongst the Cherokee in Far Rockaway. I can't tell you. Oy vey. What I was trying to ask was, was simply this. Ed, what is your weirdest, strangest, like, craziest, like, Uber pickup, like, ever? Probably a woman that was obvious, I mean, on reflection. Um, I was taking her around. She was looking for a Safeway that had the Western Union open so she could send some money to someone. Mm. And the whole time, uh, she felt she had a connection to me because she kept going off about her bad divorce and how she was thrown in jail on some false charges uh, that she had fired a weapon at her ex-husband and brandished a weapon and stuff and i was like yeah man uh, that's fucked up i mean my ex is saying a lot of lies about me too and then i after i finally got this woman out of my car after about an hour and a half so it was a decent fare but of course you couldn't tip on uber's system back then and most people didn't um so she never did i got more tips out of uber for telling people jokes on long rides and testing material than I ever did about Uber. I literally, one dude gave me a $50 tip one night uh, after I drove him from uh, Marin, uh, mm. Tiburon, down to the SFO to the airport. Like a 60-minute ride, I did about half of my act and answered his questions about it as we went along, as they'll do in a car, as opposed to on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was like, here's 50 bucks. That's for the jokes, dude. <laughs> I ruined a man's car. I ruined an Uberman's car. 
Oh, did you tip him? No. Well, no, cool, dude. It happened. And that's not cool. Well, it happened at work, so it wasn't technically like my fault, but I felt bad for him. You know. You said you ruined his car specifically. Well, yeah, you. I'm pointing to where you are on my screen, which doesn't work on the camera, but there it goes. <laughs> no, no. I'm uh, number one. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. Who's number one? I feel, no. I Read between the lines, baby. Right. No, no. I technically um, was closing a gate, okay? And Wait, he, like, are you talking about a gate on a server or a gate on a fence? Or a satanic uh, a portal. A tr- oh, a satanic portal is big because those gates are tough to close and it's a big deal Community. to reopen them. So, yeah. Which one? Community. A community gate? Yeah. So it was, it was like a Trump border see-through fence kind of gate. Right. Because So no one could throw drugs, over drugs, a 60-pound bag of drugs over this community gate no, and kill a resident, at you least. You can hop over it. But I was closing it, and he elected to drive through it. Did you notice, Tyson, how he totally glazed over the residents being killed by a 60-pound bag of drugs question? That infers to me that someone in that community was killed by a 60-pound bag of drugs. So anyway, avoid this community. Do your research. Find out where Hunter lives. Go on with your story. (laughs) This is what I do. You have to be on your show, dude. You know this is what I do. I don't even have the good mics plugged in yet. You know what this is what I do. I didn't intentionally <laughs> try to ruin his car. He he elected to drive through the gate as I was closing it. That's what I mean. Was it a bag of cocaine or marijuana you threw on the hood of his car? <laughs> no, I was just closing the gate. Okay. Okay, you were allegedly closing the gate when it right. fell on top right. of his car. Okay. Right. So, as he was, like, electing to drive crash through my gate, it scratched the side of his car. What uh, kind of car was it? Uh, I think it was like a Nissan Altima. Ooh, new model year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tried it. I was like, dude, you want me to call the cops? You know, you want me to like do something? He's like, no, I'll just go to the body shop. I'm like, okay. So. That's I, a very exciting climax to that story, Hunter. I'm just listening. You know what? I'm coming to California like Raz El Ghul. And we're going to have a conversation. Come on, motherfucker. I got my bat suit still in the fucking closet. It's been eight years. The dark night will fucking rise all over your face like a fucking dirty biscuit in England. (laughs) I love this guy. (laughs) This guy's great. That's why I like my English friends. They teach me really cool little odd references that people have to Google. Use quotation marks. Boolean search people use quotation marks around goo- dirty biscuit. I, I have I have good Google food. Soggy biscuit, actually. <laughs> Is it soggy or dirty? Dirty. Tyson's listened to all the same shows. So, Is it like soggy, soggy biscuit? biscuit? Yeah, I think it's soggy, actually. Soggy biscuit, yeah. Dirty yeah. biscuit must be, dirty. that's probably more of an Alabama thing. Now, let me ask you a question. <laughs> You're on Strange Times, right? How does it feel to be on an American podcast with your own people, your own kind? Us dirty bitches. I'm talking talking to Ed. Being with you guys as opposed to them? 
Well, I mean, I, I'm not as so worried about some of the uh, current <coughs> references you may throw out because we're all we're uh, the three of us are dealing from the same disgusting polluted pool of filth. Absolutely. Theirs is a totally different uh, sort of. Well, uh, it's an interconnected through channels and various um, internet pipes and tubes as that guy from Washington so eloquently put it. Um, uh, they're connected, uh, and obviously uh, they have the same shit floating through their septic tanks, but uh, they describe it quite differently uh, and not quite as colorfully as I can, apparently due to laws where they live. Uh, yep. Libel, blah, 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 and bullshit. And I can always hide under... The fact that I totally outright say it's parody. I'm, you know, I'm being, I'm being sarcastic as fuck. I'm taking shit that's real and being hyperbolic as fuck about it. But everything I do, even my personal shit, everything is based on truth. I just fucking amp it up. That's the, that's the trick. That's the secret. That's all I do. I take what I really think. And just say shit the way my mom told me never, ever to say it in public. Now, you're, <laughs> you're right. It infuriates my mother, but she still kind of respects me for it. So i got to love the woman for that. No. <laughs> Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hi, everyone. It's Ethan from Combat Radio. You know, every year we do an annual Christmas event for homeless children and social services where we bus in roughly 400 to 500 children and their families for what is essentially Christmas. It's presents, it's brunch, but most importantly, it's a chance to tell these kids they matter. Please help us deliver Christmas to them. Go to GoFundMe.com slash Combat-Radio-Christmas-7. All spelled out. Why? Because this is the seventh year we will be doing this very heartwarming and endearing event. Please help us help them and get involved any way you can this holiday season. Thank you. Do you? I wonder. Like, all right. So let me ask you a question because I try to be funny, right? And me and Tyson had this conversation before on an earlier episode of this show. So since I can't be funny when I'm trying to be funny, I take like life situations and. Kind of like amp the story, change the story a little bit to make it funny. Is that like your philosophy or do you have like something like totally different? I I mean, the secret to good comedy is it's got to be in a way it's got to It's got to be timeless. So you can't I mean, I can write current event jokes all fucking monologue jokes, as I call them. And that's what I originally used to fucking bang out on Twitter Twitter is good because it teaches you how to write short and be succinct because right. you've only got so much room. Oh, yeah. But eventually it's kind of boring because you can't expand on an idea on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's what podcasts are good for. for. Mm. Uh, uh, and, um, and that's what open mics are good for. You just throw it out and see if the adjectives you picked for the, what you're trying to fucking make relate mm-hmm. – that you felt and thought was moronic and insane and fucking just why the fuck is no one else fucking screaming about this 
you know, on the street corner, like that dude who wanted a Whopper and was wearing uh, paper uh, bags for underwear the other day. I I don't know, because that guy's kind of making sense based on who's running the country right now. That's what's scary. (laughs) I mean, there's people who think that there's literally, and I heard it from a comedian first. I can't remember the comedian's name. I always say good to credit the dude, but it was on Twitter. This dude said, you know, ever since those fucking uh, physicists started turned on that CERN super collider, this unit, this fucking uh, reality has gone to shit. That's why we've got Trump. And I literally read an article from a legitimate scientific publication the other day online. Yeah, I checked. Shit. It wasn't a bullshit yeah. hyperbolic thing about where they were talking about. You know, maybe this is part of the reason all this weird shit's going on. I mean, because they're looking for particles that they say will dissipate as soon as they create them in this super collider. So it won't create any damage. But they're also dealing with things that they don't fully understand that in in our reality of the matrix, because I do believe in the multiverse. I believe that we're already living in a simulation because for us to be the... The, the generation and the group in throughout reality, the reality of our fucking planet's history mm. to be smart enough to create a simulation mathematically or minuscule. So we're already in the fucking simulation. But I like math. I get how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's our, why our, Trump and all that. That's why the world has gone fucking nuts. Oh. Super Collider. They turned on. Yeah, they yeah. fucked us up. They're looking for the they opened again to another. Pretty you soon, the is going to be here, just like in the movies. Ever since Iron Man was created, we proportionally, Vision said it, we proportionally have created more events because we have been created. I mean, they turned on the super collider. Next thing you know, giant worms are going to be flying out over New York. Oh, I hope not, because I live in New York. About- <laughs> you live in a suburb. <laughs> You're right, I do. You can film the... The shit and put it on YouTube for the rest of us to witness. <laughs> I think it's very likely that there are pocket universes that have been created. Oh, I think so. Like, um, well, Tyson, you and I have uh, in past episodes have talked about this. When I said, you know, Doc Brown or the Flash have like, you know, the timeline. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, that's right. Um, yeah, it makes me think of Rick and Morty a lot. Um, Anybody, anybody else a fan of Rick and Morty, or at least a fan in the sense that they've liked what they've seen? <laughs> I am. Based on string theory, mathematically, mm-hmm. and based on theoretical math and supposition, they believe, serious theorists, believe there are up to, at max, 11 multiverses. Oh yes, I, I think I heard about that so, in the uh, the uh, the elegant universe hosted by uh, Yeah, that's a space great fucking book and a great fucking Yeah, they made a, a PBS, PBS doc. documentary yeah, about it in the um, late 90s. Now that's some deep, deep nerd, And of nerdery, course that's the late stuff. 90s, yeah. And it's a great book. And see, I, I mean, when I was young and before, you know, I really got involved in being super dad with Brad and everything and was going to school, I was big in the math. And I mean, I was minoring in mathematics and going to school for computer science. And um, one of my things I dug on the side and I would take for electives was um, theoretical physics and string theory classes because I liked it and I'm a geek. And, um, yeah, I met like Clifford Stoll at a lecture 
Okay. He was a huge fucking theoretical physicist and um, theorist, a futurist. Ooh. And in the 90s, uh, I sat in on a lecture. Um, uh, in my university in Oklahoma, I was going to. It was a small university, but it was a good school. Uh, it was where I was. My ex was stationed at the time, and it's actually where I my college career imploded because Brad was born, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to concentrate on this dude," and I don't care. I, I fucking would still do it to this day. But um, I sat in on this lecture with Clifford Stoll. I believe it was around 1990. Well, Brad, Brad was born in 94. So it would have been 93, late 93, early 94. Clifford Stoll stood up there in front of this lecture audience, and he was going around to universities all over the country at this time and telling people how the Internet would never work as a sales space, as a community, because people don't trust things if they can't touch them and feel them and if they don't you know they're never going to trust a store retailer that they can't go into a store and see the product and a blah 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 and i'm sitting there in this class going you're talking to a bunch of fucking computer scientists and telling us that our future and everything we're investing ourselves in is never going to work what cracks me up now is if you search Google search Clifford Stoll, hmm. he sells glass blown Infinity Eight water vessels online. <laughs> well, you know, at the very mm-hmm. least, he's uh, planting the seeds of oh, then we better make the internet super easy to use, or else he's you know that will nobody will want to use it, and they did make it easier to use. You know what I mean? Computers were made easier to use before the internet came certainly, along. Certainly, yes. I started using the. Com- I started my first computer I ever saw was an Apple II. They rolled into my classroom in Nebraska. Nice. In yes. Shelton, Nebraska, it was a donation from Apple, and we would play uh, vector calculation games, grid games. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we would play a Star Wars simulation games. We would figure out how to fire torpedoes photon torpedoes and destroy Klingons from a distance instead of getting in the grid with them and risking yourselves and using a phaser. And so it was, but it was about math and you just taught people kids. So, and I fucking, I I fucking loved it. I mean, I was like, you know, this is great. Okay. And we had, uh, it was still a keyboard. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say we, we had uh, TRS eighties, uh, those things I played with those, yeah, Commodores, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, those and too. Yeah. I, just, I, Apple, dude, I, I think I think Apple cornered the market with that. So many. I fucked with so many different kinds of systems through the years, and there was an old one I loved. I got it as a hand-me-down from my mom's third husband. Uh, his old man would buy technology that he didn't understand and then stick it in a closet. And so he gave me one time this computer called an Atom, and it was an older system at the time. This was in probably 88 89 but what i what i enjoyed about it and what cracked me up about it and it would just i would write just to watch it write and reach from the system it used cassette tapes oh yeah as a real to real reading system Wait, on there was it. a and computer so, that used cassette tapes yeah, yeah. early and, commodores did that the one right before yeah, the 64 yeah, it was because so when great. I was a kid, the we had like this regular, we had like regular Apple computers. So, oh yeah, well yeah, but even those old ones, the floppy disk would only hold yep. uh, uh, 32 megs or uh, uh, at first, and then 
And then uh, they started getting to 64 max. Dude, my first online modem that I had in my home that wasn't in a co- computer lab was a 1200 baud modem. I was going to ask. And dude, I thought I was rocking the fucking world. Well, that about does it. For the Antisocial Show, I'm Tyson Saner. And I'm Hunter Block. Be decent to each other. Have a good time, folks. 